Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about if you feel like you're drowning in your home, where do you start? I think that a lot of us can relate to that where, you know, we're, we feel like there's so much to accomplish that we're not even sure where to begin. And I'm here to tell you that I think the best place to start is with routines. I know that for many years, I didn't have any routines, really, that I could think of. Nothing that I did on a daily basis consistently around the house. I sort of just did things as they got out of control. I was acting more reactively instead of proactively. And so that's where I think that I made a lot of progress is when I focused on my routines. So to paint a picture, I am definitely notorious for getting sidetracked or becoming super focused on one project. So if I am focusing on only decluttering, what will happen is the rest of my house will basically fall apart. And so although I talked earlier about decluttering and how important that is to getting you know a more peaceful cohesive home basically if I only you know look at decluttering and focus on that then everything else will fall apart the dishes won't get done the laundry won't get done you know basic routines of like cleaning the floor or wiping the counters, things like that, all of that won't get done if I simply focus on nothing but decluttering. And so I believe that before diving into decluttering, I think it's really important to be doing daily tasks around the house that have become habit and therefore allow things not to get backed up. When creating your routines, you really have to look at your house, your life, and what is required every day to make your house run smoothly. I don't necessarily think that, I think there's some routines that we all need to do, but for, I won't say that every single routine is mandatory for every single person. And of course, if you don't have children, then your routines are going to look a little bit different than mine would look for sure. So I basically do two daily groups of routines every day. I call them my morning routine and my bedtime routine. I tend to get my inspiration from the fly lady system. You've probably heard of her or if you haven't, she is a lady who developed a system for basically keeping her house tidy when she was drowning in her home back in 1999, I believe it was. So this particular system is wonderful for those who are not naturally organized. So if you're somebody who has been organized since you were a little kid and you don't struggle with finding systems to keep things running smoothly, then this probably won't resonate with you. But if you're somebody who is always wondering, like, why can't I 
get my bed made every day? Or why do I find that I run out of dishes because none of the dishes are clean? Then looking at the fly lady system is probably something that you'll get a lot of benefit from. I would suggest starting very simply with your routines. Create habits and then what you're going to do is add on to those routines as needed. So when I first started uh, creating habits or routines, I did the bare minimum, but I made sure that I did it every single day. At the moment, my morning routine consists of these things. And these are things that I do every single day. Number one is I wake up, (laughs) which I think that we can all relate to that. And that will probably be on everybody's list. I would love to ensure that I get up before my kids every single day. Another thing I would love when I wake up is not to touch my phone right away. I'm working on that and I'm working on making sure that I'm up before my kids. It's uh, definitely something I'm striving towards, but it doesn't happen every day. The next thing in my morning routine is that I wash my face and I brush my teeth and I comb my hair. I would love to say that I put on makeup every day, but I don't. And I think it's okay sometimes, but I will say when I do my makeup and I curl my hair that I do feel a lot better. I feel more energetic. I feel like I can accomplish more. And in fact, today I did put on makeup and I did my hair and I felt really energized to do errands and then um, come back and actually record this podcast. So I do, I definitely think it is psychological and it, it can definitely elevate your mood. Another thing that I do every single morning is I make my bed. Now, this is something that wasn't always a priority for me, but it is definitely non-negotiable now. And I feel so much better when my bed is made. The turning point for me was actually when I decided to time myself and see exactly how little time it took to make my bed. And I think it's really important to try and have easy, if this is a problem for you, I think that you really need to have easy bedding where you basically only have to pull your sheets up and add a couple pillows and you're done making your bed like it can take less than a minute to make your bed but if there's a lot of um like if you're you know tucking in sheets and if you have a lot of layers of bedding and things of that sort I think that that can definitely definitely be a limiting factor and so right now on my bed I do have a lot of throw pillows but Again, it doesn't take me that long to put them on. I don't have a a duvet. I find duvets get a little bit, get out of shape. And so I have to fluff them out and straighten them and things of that sort. So I basically just have like a coverlet on my bed with like just a, like a blanket underneath. And so I just have to pull them up and that's basically it. And then my bed is made. And if you're, having trouble 
getting your bed made. I would I would even maybe recommend getting rid of any throw pillows that you have on the bed. Just have your your pillows that you sleep with. But just having the bed made itself, I think, really does change the trajectory of your day. And it makes you feel like you've accomplished so much first thing in the morning. Another thing that I do every single morning is I start a load of laundry. I always try and do one load of laundry per day. And this is a really strange phenomenon where if you do one load of laundry per day, the folding process of doing that one load really takes me, I would think between five and 10 minutes. And that includes actually putting the clothes away. It does not take much time. It's one of those tasks that I assumed took a lot longer than it did. But when I, again, when I time myself, I realized that it wasn't that much time. However, if I let my clothes pile up and I don't do one load of laundry per day, for some reason, when I do finally get around to doing a load of laundry, it takes way longer than 10 minutes to fold especially if I wash a bunch of loads and then pile them all together, it takes an exponentially larger amount of time to actually go through those clothes and get them folded. I know it's all psychological, but trust me, I used to be terrible at this. It was a task that I did not enjoy, but I realize now how little time it takes And so I'm very motivated not to let the laundry get out of control. And so I make sure that I do it every single day. Another thing I do in the morning is I empty my dishwasher. I love having an empty dishwasher in the morning. It means that if we have any dirty dishes throughout the day, we can put them immediately into the dishwasher and not pile them on the counter or in the sink. Uh, The next thing I do is I actually feed my little kitty cat, Jack, and uh, he lets me know that he's hungry, so I never forget to feed him. He's always right there with me in the kitchen. And then, of course, at that point, my boys are usually up, and then I'm getting them fed and getting them ready for school and really just focusing on them at that point. After I get back from dropping the kids off at school, I... This is when I usually take a little bit of time to myself and I will have some breakfast. I'll usually at this point get on my phone, check emails, texts, things like that. I'm like I said, I'm not always good to wait until this point to check my phone, but I'm really trying to make a conscientious effort to do so. I think it I I don't get sidetracked. So if I check my phone ahead of this time period, sometimes I can get sidetracked and I can, you know, it's like a rabbit hole, right? Like you check one thing and all of a sudden you're onto another page and you're checking this link and that link and then, you know, you didn't get any of your routines done for the morning. So I like to get my routines done before I actually get onto my phone. The next part of my day where I really do routines is at bedtime or in the evening. I would say that this part of my routine starts actually after my boys are in bed. The first thing I do as soon as they fall asleep or in bed is I actually get a shower. So I like to get my shower at night. 
the morning is usually I just feel like I don't have enough time to do it then so I always get my shower in the evening and one thing that I have done that makes doing and I don't know again this is probably psychological but I used to be terrible about finding the time to get a shower I it wasn't I mean it's something you have to do but I never enjoyed doing I was always thinking about all the other things I should be doing instead of like taking those few minutes and actually doing it for myself but one thing that has helped with that is I found a waterproof stereo that sticks on my glass door of my shower and I listen to a podcast so it gives me something to do something to look forward to in the evening that really is just enjoyable and or it could be an audiobook or something like that. I just, I love getting my evening shower now. It really makes a huge difference. After I get my shower, this is when I typically fold my laundry. So at some point in the day, I have switched the laundry over to the dryer. And uh, this is when I actually fold the laundry and put it away. And then at this point, I head back to the kitchen. And this is when I want to make sure that everything is picked up and my counters are clear. I usually will make sure that I shine my sink. And if any of you are familiar with the Fly Lady system, you will know that this is something that she recommends doing as your first step um, in the Fly Lady system is to make sure that you shine your sink every single day again it's a psychological thing it makes you feel like your whole kitchen is clean when you have a clean sink it means that your dishes are probably put away or in the dishwasher because there's nothing in your sink at all and so I do make sure that I do this I will also take my used dishcloths for the day and set those aside. I'll bring them upstairs when I go back up to the bedroom. And then I set out a new set of dish towels and face or dishcloths for tomorrow. And I set those out so they're ready to go in the morning. I also start my dishwasher at this point. Um, I used to do the kids' lunches at night, but lately I've actually been doing them in the morning. I, I tend to have some time in the morning now to get them done. But if you're struggling to get out the door and get to school and all of those sorts of things, I would definitely look at doing your lunches the night before because it does make a huge difference in the morning to, you know, if you're really running out of time, that's something that you can look to do. And then the next thing I do is I make my tea. So I have tea every night. I try and do this instead of having a snack because I used to this it, again it's all about habits so years ago I when I would get the kids to bed I would usually grab something to eat and I would get I would go online or on my phone I would look at you know YouTube videos or I might watch a Netflix show or something like that where it's like that was my unwinding time and eat because it was more not because I was hungry but because it was I I was sort of like rewarding myself <laughs> for you know it was a busy day especially when you have little kids and so what I'm trying to do is replace those habits so instead of eating and having 
a snack of some sort, I'm trying to replace that with a tea. So right now, I think I, I'm, I have like a honey, no, not honey lemon. I think it's lemon ginger tea and it's delicious and it's something I look forward to. And so I make my tea and I usually bring it up to my bedroom and I will crawl into bed. And this is when I will, typically I read. So I do like to read oftentimes it's on my ipad so it's not always a physical copy of a book but it might be like a a book on my on my ipad i also might listen to a podcast i might just watch a youtube video i love listening to audiobooks as well so it but it's just basically relaxation time in bed with my tea and it's my unwind period. And I try to do this. Like I'm I usually, I guess I'm in bed by nine or nine 30. So it's fairly early and so much better than I used to be. So when I would not follow these routines, I would end up not being ready for bed. I would be scrolling, you know, the internet and I would be getting, you know, crawling into bed you know, midnight, 1230 some nights, like I I was such a night owl. And so these changes have really, you know, as much as these, as much as the morning routine is important, I actually think for me, my nighttime routine is even more so important to me, because it sets me up to have a better day the next day. But my routines are not perfect yet. I still want to add a lot of things. I am always looking to grow and to change. I'm always reflecting on what's working and what might not be working. And so moving forward, I definitely have plans for my my daily routines to change a little bit. One thing I want to try and do is to plan my days a little bit more. So like use my planner and actually write out some daily objectives. I think since I'm home, I feel like I have all the time in the world, but there's days where I feel like I get nothing done. And so basically, I think by being more intentional about my days and planning things out, that it's going to help increase my productivity. So that's definitely something I want to work on. Another thing that I want to try and do and make it a routine is to start supper earlier in the day and not to be starting it when the kids get home from school. I find you know, depending on the, you know, what they have to do for homework, or if they didn't have a great day. And I'm, you know, sometimes I'm just distracted with them. A lot of times I am. And so supper is just something that I don't even think about until it's really close to supper time. I would love to do some meal planning. I want to do a realistic meal planning, not thinking about the healthiest, most amazing recipes and trying those out, but, you know, just working on stuff that we'll actually eat and trying to actually cook the meals maybe even before the boys get home from school. The next one is one called exercise. (laughs) And this is a big one. I need to find something that interests me and that gets me excited to do each day. 
I also think that I need to start small when it comes to exercise so that I don't find it too hard or too uncomfortable because I worry that I will stop it. If it's if it's just feels too much and doesn't feel enjoyable, I'm worried that I won't continue with it. This is a really hard one for me. Exercise is something that I know is important, but I've always had so many other things that have concerned me or that have taken my time. And so exercise has been something that's never been a huge priority for me. But I recognize that I'm just not feeling great. And I do think that if I exercise that I would feel so much better. But it's tough because I don't know if you've ever heard of something called exercise induced anxiety. But I think I have that. So for people who have dealt with anxiety, you know that a lot of times your your blood pressure goes up when you're anxious, your heart rate goes up, you might sweat. And one thing that can mimic all of those symptoms is exercise. So the same things happen when you exercise, your heart rate goes up, you sweat, you, you know, your blood pressure might increase. And so I have this really visceral response to exercise where I'm, I shut down and I'm like, nope, don't want to do that because it's so, the feeling is so uncomfortable that I'm just so opposed to it. So I need to, that's why I need to go really slow with exercise and find something that's not, I really want to, again, I want to create the habit and I don't necessarily I'm not concerned about the outcome, the, you know, I'm not looking to lose, you know, a certain number of pounds. I'm not looking to lose inches, things like that. I just want to feel better and I want to do it in a way that I create a habit where I don't even think about the fact that I'm exercising every day, that where it doesn't feel like a huge feat to do it. So that is huge for 2020. And it's something I'm just exploring right now to figure out what I want to do or how I'm going to approach it. Another thing that I want to do that is a fly lady system thing is to swish and swipe my bathrooms every single day. So this is something that she recommends as part of your daily routines is to do this. Usually in the morning is what she, what she suggests. I find it a little bit hard to do in the morning. And so I'm going to actually try this in the evening. I feel like I have a little bit more time in the evening and maybe after or right before I get in the shower. I think it would make sense to do it before the shower. I think I might try, you know, just wiping my counters and swishing the toilet and having that done out of the way. It's something I want to try to get into the routine of doing every single day. One thing that I have found that helps is when you have a spray cleaner for your counter, something that smells really good, then you you want to use it because I, I love scents and I love the smell of things. So if I have something that I really like, I find that I'm more inclined to actually do it. So that is something that I'm looking at incorporating more. The other thing that I really need to do is I need to get to sleep much earlier at night. So my 
goal is going to try to be to aim for 10 p.m. as a bedtime, which is doable. I mean, like I said, I'm in bed most evenings by 9 or 9.30, but I sometimes lose track of time. I am notorious for, I'm such a, a researcher. I love to research things. So for instance, we are getting ready to go on a Walt Disney World trip. So my evenings, I crawl into bed with my tea and I love looking at all the new rides at Disney, all the new snacks, everything to do with Disney. And I'm planning out, you know, things that we can do and places we can see and new toys that are out that we can go look at. And I I just love that aspect of researching something that is, you know, something we're going to do or something that interests me. But it also means that I can get very sidetracked and lose track of time. So I I need to work on this. And, and I know that it makes me feel so much better when I get at least eight hours of sleep at night. Typically, I think I've discovered that my body actually likes nine hours of sleep at night. Like if I could, that's sort of the spot where I feel super well rested. So it means that I really need to make sure that I'm getting to bed, or I shouldn't say getting to bed, but falling asleep much earlier than I am. So I think it's important that we always look at that. We look at our routines. We look at what is working and what might not be working and we change it. You know, it's important to, and I mean this, my routines are going to look different probably in 10 years than they do right now. It changes as my children grow and mature and different life stages. It's going to look different. But I do think that if you feel that, you, you know, you're just drowning in your home and you don't know what to do and you're thinking decluttering or minimizing the stuff that we have. You think that it might really be helpful to feel like your house is calmer and more peaceful. I would suggest before jumping into decluttering that you really get some basic routines down where you know that you're going to be able to have your house running smoothly so that when you start decluttering you don't get sidetracked and everything else doesn't pile up because it can very easily and so I think that this is a good first step especially if you've already made your little corner of your room your little spot where you can go each day to have it be your own it's important to have that and then I think the next step is doing just doing those routines and after that I will probably talk a little bit about the next step which is most likely the decluttering step so I look forward to the next podcast and I hope this was helpful and thank you so much for tuning in and we will chat next time bye Mm -hmm.